Bros. This is the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. Uh, this week on the podcast, we got in Adventures in Hunting a few pops and a few Blu-rays to talk about. Uh, not a whole lot uh, coming our way. And that's pretty much all. <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, so we don't have any trailers. The box office is still sitting at a whopping zero. The joys of quarantine life. Hell yeah! Uh, so yeah, after we're done talking about the Blu-rays, we're going to jump right into our main event of the evening, which is going to be Rose's Dreamcast of his Monsters Inc. Two. Or the Monsters, Inc. sequel, whatever the hell you want to call it. I mean, that's what I am calling it, Monsters, Inc. 2. So. Monsters, Inc. 2. <laughs> <laughs> Lazy. It, hey, I'm <laughs> keeping it short and sweet. <laughs> so. uh, fair enough. Well, alright. So, with that, let's just jump straight into it, shall we? Let's do it. Every day. We're surrounded by media, books, movies, art, music, games, apps, podcasts, etc., etc. With this constant bombardment, it's easy to miss great media gems in the chaos. But fret not, you've come to the right place, my friend. I'm Jason, and I love media. I invite you to check out the Mixed Media Forest podcast, the podcast where I trudge through the forests of media to find hidden gems for you, the listener. Every episode of Mixed Media Forest is chock full of fun, reviews, nostalgia, positivity, news, rants, stories, and recommendations about all things media. Again, that's the Mixed Media Forest podcast, created on Anchor Podcasting app and available everywhere fine podcasts can be found. Give it a listen. It's what all the cool kids are doing. Alright, first up in Adventures in Hunting, we got Pop Figures. The first figure that we're going to be talking about uh, just got released to Hot Topic, which I'm pretty sure is closed. Isn't? Are they not? Uh, yeah, no, they're closed, so you can only buy um, this Pop online right now. Yeah, so this is a Hot Topic exclusive Diamond Edition Deadpool. And yes. it's actually casual Deadpool, isn't it? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, he's just uh, laying in. I don't know what kind of pose that is. What would you it's call it? It's kind of like the... I call it the Burt Reynolds pose. <laughs> but now it's all sparkly. Now it's all sparkly. Yep. I'm kind of bummed out I didn't buy the like the normal version of this figure when I had the chance to. Dude, I am too. Because it's pretty rare now, isn't it? It's not easy to find. Like, Shit. Definitely that. Okay. Um, But yeah, I mean, I, f- I feel like I could have found like a really awesome home for it. But I, I, I missed out because I didn't want to spend the the money because i thought we were going to find something better and we ended up not and yeah that was dumb that was a dumb choice of mine (laughs) (laughs) 
The one time I need you to be the bad influence on me. I'm sorry. I failed at my job. Yeah. Every time there's a figure that I'm like, oh my gosh, like I might never find this again, you're usually like, just do it. Like, well, just was, buy it. <laughs> well, I was also thinking, how mad would Brielle be if he did buy this figure today? And how much would she hate me? Because I know whenever she's like, why did you buy this? And you're, you're just like, well, Rose talked me into it. Yeah, you, I know you throw me under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never know that for sure. <laughs> True. All right, you got a good point there. Yeah. But that's definitely one I should have jumped on. If I see... if mm, I was going to say, if I see this one, I don't know if I want the Diamond Edition. Well, so my question is, like, how much does this thing go now? I'm going to look. Just the regular version? Yeah. Here, I'm going to check... That's Pop a really Pi- good question. I'm going to check Pop Price Guide really quickly. Yeah. Because I swear, if it goes for over twenty dollars, that's horseshit. <laughs> no, over ten dollars. Uh, that's not bad. I mean, I don't really want to search the keyword just Deadpool because there's been way too many freaking Deadpools. Yeah. One of the things that I want to do is I have multiple different Spider Men. So like. I have the um the like the normal Deadpool where he's holding both of his swords. Yeah. But I want to buy different Deadpools for all of my different Spider-Men. There you go. <laughs> so, I have one where it's like the uh kind of an action pose Spider-Man where he's like on a stand and it looks like he's spinning his web. I want to get like the casual Deadpool for that and put him in front of that. Oh my gosh. And then the other Spider-Man I have is the Iron Spider one, where he's unmasked. Now I kind of want to get the Bob Ross uh, yes, Deadpool for that one. And then I have the unmasked Peter Parker. Um, yeah, the unmasked Peter Parker. And I want to get, like, see if I can find an unmasked Deadpool for that one. Um, okay, so it says that it goes for, uh, nine bucks, but I'm seeing it for, like, $22. I'm seeing it for, like, $22 on Amazon, but that seems a little high. Yeah, that seems a little steep, Amazon. Hmm. I mean, $9 is worth that, definitely. Oh, yeah, for sure. But not, like, freaking $25 after that. Which is a bummer, because I found it at that GameStop for, like, what, 11 bucks? I think, yeah, I think so. Gosh, I should have jumped on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the only uh, one I'm seeing. Well, that freaking sucks. Well... Moving on to our next figure, we got the Pillsbury Doughboy with an Easter basket. It looks so cute. Well, I buy it? I feel no. Like they sh- yeah, hell no. I feel like they should have done something else with that because I feel like didn't they do one where he's holding 
like a basket type thing already? I don't think so. I think this is the uh, first one. Like I feel like he should have been like holding a tray of like cookies with like the Easter cookies that they have. Well, I think since they did that for like um like a silver shamrock cookie, um and I think they did one with a heart on it. I'm sure Funko's just like, yeah, let's not oversell it that, you know, he's the Pillsbury doughboy. So I guess that's not really overselling, is it? Not really. Like honestly, with so I I didn't have ever have the uh, the shamrock ones, like of the Pillsbury cookies. Oh, you missed. I out, never had bro. the. Sh- yeah, I never had the shamrock. I don't think we ever had the Easter, but I do remember us doing the Christmas ones a lot. So okay. if they were to do a Pillsbury Doughboy where they had the Christmas cookies, I'd be all over that. <laughs> well, hey, maybe next holiday season. Yeah, probably. Just count on it being released to the Funko shop because I don't think there's been a Pillsbury Doughboy that hasn't been released on the Funko shop. <laughs> so Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, it does. Uh next up we're moving into mythology with a Cyclops, and that one's a Funko shop exclusive. Yep. Yeah. This one's cool, but I don't really consider this Funko Shop worthy. It's not. Like, I honestly would have thought this would go to, like, maybe, like, Walmart or Target. Dude, right? Like, but I, I, mean, I don't honestly, think there's not... been, like, any mythological uh, f- creature uh, Funko Pops that haven't been on the Funko Shop. I'm pretty sure all of them have been exclusive there. I wonder why that is. Maybe it's just mythology is just you're kind of one and done. Maybe, or they just knew they wouldn't sell well, and so they put them on the Funko Shop, and let's face it, anyone will buy a Funko Shop exclusive. So, You know what? Fair enough. <laughs> Funko <laughs> thinking outside of their own box. <laughs> okay. Uh, next up, so... That's all the pop figures that we're going to talk about. The only th- other thing that we're going to talk about is I recently, I think it was yesterday, um, I got the Marvel Collector Core box for April, or it might have been March when, I, but it like ships in April. Um, but it was the Infinity Saga box, and in this box. Uh, we got a Peter Tingle t-shirt, which is pretty killer. That's so awesome. The only thing that I really don't like about this shirt is that they put the Spider-Man Far From Home logo in the bottom corner. Oh, that is annoying. Yeah, like I feel it should just be like Peter Tingle. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if they were just trying to be like, okay, there's not going to be a lot of people that understand this reference. You could have just put Spider-Man's face instead of, like, Peter Parker's face. All right, true. Or maybe do, like, the half and half. That would have been cool. Yeah, right? That would have been, like, super cool. But, yeah, so, yeah, that's the only design flaw in this that I I don't care for. <laughs> Um, we all, or I also got a 
Captain Marvel from Avengers Endgame glow-in-the-dark pin. And this one's pretty bitchin'. Uh, so this is like her Endgame suit where she has like the short haircut um, and her suit colors in that. And then the star behind her and everything yellow on her suit glows. And it looks freaking amazing. I have to admit, the glow is really cool on that one. Yeah. Um, the other thing we got was a, or I got was a decal. Um, a glow-in-the-dark decal, and it's a, just a kind of a basic picture of Mjolnir with, like, lightning kind of surrounding it. And what I thought was, I didn't know this glow in the dark until I watched a video um, which I'll get into why I watched a video here in a second Um, but yeah this one glows blue which I don't like just because I I feel like it takes away from like the overall image like it's a cool it's a cool sticker like it's a cool decal it's just with it the entire thing glowing blue that it is just, so dumb. Yeah, it should just be the lightning. That Seriously, glows. that's just lazy. Yeah. Like, they've just been getting lazy with these boxes lately, I feel. And it's a bummer, because these, like, the boxes used to be, like, freaking badass. Like, the reason I got the box, so the first box I got was a Spider-Man box. So that was the first Marvel Collector Core, and that was when Collector Core was its own entity. Um, but that one was badass because I got a Spider-Man plush. Um, I got a Spider-Man figure, and then a T-shirt, and a couple other things too. Oh, you get like a patch, and then they started doing the pins. Like once they like went out of business and moved their stuff over to Amazon, that's when the boxes start getting, like, kind of dumb. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just, the, like, the boxes, like, even the boxes, so the boxes, when they were, it's, when it was its own thing before Amazon, um, were cardboard, and then they had, like, an image of, like, just the comic book something. So, like, on my first uh, box, it was, like, the picture of, like, comic book Spider-Man. Just his face. But it was, like, kind of cut off at the top of bo- and bottom. Really freaking cool. Um, then they had other ones, like, the Infinity uh, Infinity War, uh, Doctor Strange, and all those other ones, which were freaking badass. And then the, when they got, or when they swapped to Amazon, all the boxes were, like, plastic. Or not, like, they were cardboard, but they were covered in plastic. And they're so small now, too. They are. They are really small. Um, But, yeah, it's just the, the plastic covering is freaking lame. Because <laughs> um, the other one, it was just the cardboard, and it looked like it was, like, printed on, like, the, the designs and everything. It was freaking killer. But they just kind of overdo the freaking boxes now. Um, 
yeah. But getting into the figures that I got, um, they were both glow-in-the-dark. The first one was uh, Star-Lord touching the Power Stone. And it has, like, the energy surrounding that, and that looks freaking killer. The the only complaint I have about that figure is the Power Stone in the movie was just, like, the little stone. Right? Yeah. And, And so in his hand, so it's showing, like, it's spiky. It looks more like a like a crystal. Real? Do you have like um? Does it show the picture on there? Oh yeah, shit! It does. What the ass? Yeah, yeah. It looks like more like a crystal than a stone. Oh, that pisses me off. Yeah. And then the other one is a glow in the dark Black Panther. So both of these glow purple. Which, I mean, I guess is cool, but I kind of like would have liked some variation <laughs> on, like, the color. I mean, I'm but, trying to think so, of, like, what different colors you could do, but with both, it's kind of hard. Yeah, I mean, that one's particularly difficult, but I, f- I, with Infinity Saga, I feel like they should have done something else. I completely agree. Like, when I'm thinking, oh, the Infinity Saga, like, the overall collaboration of every single Marvel movie, what are, like, the the big hitters? That When I think big hitters are the big moments, I, I don't think freaking Black Panther and Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Like, I, I think, like, I don't even know, like... I think a cool one would have been like maybe the Iron Man three when his suits on the the couch. Ooh, that'd be really cool. So maybe just like that pose where his arms is where his arms kind of up. Um, I don't even know. Like, I'm trying to think of like other big moments. I mean, personally, I feel the the Iron Man snap should have been in this. Dude, same. That's what I was just thinking. That would make so much more sense. Yeah. Like, the Captain Marvel makes sense. The Thor... Eh? <sighs> Maybe even, like, you know what they did with, the, like, the Infinity Gauntlet? Like, the, the kind of dome thing? Yeah. That would have been cool with, like, Cap Shield. Ooh, okay. Or maybe even Iron Man's, like, the Iron Man's gauntlet. Doesn't it, um, Civil War is kind of like a blur for me right now. But doesn't Cap Shield get, um, like, destroyed in that one? No. Black Panther puts a big old scratch in it. Okay, maybe I'm just thinking of some... Isn't there a movie, or maybe I'm just thinking of like a steelbook design, where Cap Shield gets cut in half? Did that ever happen? Uh, no. Damn like it, it. Got, okay. 
jacked the hell up in Endgame. Okay. Damn it. And then you kind of see it like all beat to shit in Age of Ultron in the in his nightmare sequence. Oh yeah, that's true. Okay, my idea doesn't work then. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like other big cinematic moments. Dude, honestly, I would have loved uh, you know, so like going along with the whole like Infinity Gauntlet dome thing, I would have even loved just uh one where it's just the Infinity Gauntlet of ready to snap. That one, I think that one would have been a little difficult to do. But it would have looked so cool. Yeah, it would have looked really cool. It's just kind of it's hard because like the Hulk, um, where he's having like holding the the gauntlet, he's like his hands aren't connecting; they're like a decent distance apart. But so it doesn't even like quite look like he's about ready to snap. It looks like he's just like kind of closing his fist a little bit. Well, I feel Thanos is actually did look like he was about to snap. So I feel you would have to do when Thanos snapped his fingers. Haven't they done that before? Well, yeah, in pop form, but I'm talking just like the actual like gauntlet. Like how remember with Hot Topics exclusive where it was just like the dome with the Infinity Gauntlet in it. Yeah, I'm trying to think of something like brand new that they could do because I feel like with that they could just like seriously just cut off Thanos's hand and like just make it bigger and then put it in the dome. Hey, it still please me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd still buy it. I don't know. Like, ooh, a really cool one would have been if they freaking like nutted up and. Made one of the, uh, made the Avengers Tower. Okay, that would have been cool. Right? Done that, and then maybe done something with Iron Man. Yeah, that's, that's actually a really good idea. Like, I, ooh. Like, something that would have been, like, the kicking off point of... So, like, you got to think with Infinity Saga, I'm thinking either that what started it, what ended it, and the big moments in between. Mm-hmm. Like, those are the things that I think you should encapture in the Infinity Saga when you think Infinity Saga. Honestly, Dude. the. <gasps> okay, I got a perfect pop one. When, um,. In the first Iron Man, when he's first testing out the Infinity, or not the Infinity, uh, one of his um, arc reactors. Ooh. That's a good one. Right? I was actually thinking, like, same, like the same movie, but yeah. near the end, where he's, like, where he doesn't have his helmet and he's missing one of his, the hands. Ooh, Okay. And his suits just beat to shit, but that one would be so much better. <laughs> Dude, I honestly want uh, an Ironmonger pop. Hoping we get one of those eventually. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'm trying to think of any. Like, that one would be freaking perfect. <laughs> right? <laughs> um. Damn. Like, yeah. So, that Iron Man... Where he's like first testing out his repulsor. Well, wait, no, I'm sorry. Wait, he actually was—he was testing out his flight. 
He wasn't. I'm sorry. He wasn't testing out his repulsor. Well, yeah, wasn't he testing out his flight? Because he had both repulsors on, but he also had the boots on as well. Yeah. So when he's test, like when he's shoot, like the moment I was thinking of is when he's watching the news, and then he puts on his blaster or his repulsor, and is shooting out all the glass in his office. That okay? Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, either that or. I don't know. Like, I feel like that. Like, it, <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> this is so difficult. Ugh. Like with this, it just feels like they try to pick different things from a ton of different movies. Yeah. Like with they chose Spider-Man: Far From Home for the T-shirt, Black Panther for one of the figures, Guardians of the Galaxy for another, then. Thor, and then Captain Marvel from Endgame. It's just a lot like a collaboration of everything from the Infinity Saga. But if I, that's the thing I liked about the boxes, um, when they were like when it was its own thing, like they had their own feel. Like they were trying to encapture what it what the moment was what the the theme was yeah like w- one of the boxes that i remember getting was the um arch enemies or enemies box or whatever and that one was really cool because it came with uh bullseye and daredevil yeah dude i remember yeah that was a great box didn't yeah. that come with then, the uh, uh, Green Goblin and Spider-Man shirt? Yeah, the Spider-Man okay. Green Goblin shirt, which was just killer. Yes. Um, I don't know what those little tiny things are called, um, but they came with like a black or a Captain America and Red Skull character things. Like I forget what they're called. Oh uh, yeah, I forget too. Um, and then it came with a, oh, who was on the pin? Someone else was on the pin. I forget who. Balls. Who am I thinking? It's, that's going to bug me. One second. (laughs) (laughs) I keep all. Of the shit that I got <laughs> in these little or in my little jar. So Spider Man. Oh, then it came with a Iron Man and Ultron patch. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, and then I also got a pin with it too, which the pin. That's hella. Oh, and then the pin was a Hulk and Red Hulk pin. Such a great pin. Yeah. Like, that's what I love most about the freaking old boxes. Like, that's what, like, made them cool. Like, they just captured the feel. Yeah, you got some serious cool shit with them. 
Yeah, and now it's just kind of like they throw in like, oh, we didn't have a place for this, so let's throw that in there. Do you plan on keeping your subscription with it? <sighs> After the Black Widow box, I don't know. Fair, that's that's completely fair. I understand. <laughs> like this one, like lately, it's just been the boxes have been cool enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the last one was Fantastic Four. That one was pretty good. Yes, that one was really good. I really liked that. Like one. that one had a really cool T-shirt. It had some really cool figures. Um, the pin was, eh, and the decal was, eh. But at least like the three main hitters nailed it. Yeah, like the the big ones. Like this one, it it fell short. Mm-hmm. The pin is cool. The decal's cool. The figures, eh, and the T-shirts are cool to like, some degree. I feel if the po- those figures weren't included in this box, they'd be a lot cooler. Oh, absolutely. Cuz alone they're they're like alone they're awesome figures. Like I would love to get that Star-Lord, but it does not fit with an Infinity Saga. Thing honestly, I feel you got to put at least one Iron Man pop with this box. Like I honestly would have loved remember in Iron Man 2 with the suitcase armor? Yeah. I would have loved that been... Yeah, that would have been awesome like when he's like first putting it on. That would have been badass. Yeah, like so if you if they're so dead set like the way that they've done it now, it's a shirt, two figures, a decal and a pin. And I I I'm afraid that we're not going to get moments anymore. Because the last moment that they had was the Iron Man versus Whiplash, which I still have. <laughs> uh, dude, are you ever gonna be able to trade that thing? Dude, I don't know. I'm so like, dude. Let me just buy. Like it off seriously, you. I, ha- <laughs> <laughs> I have two. Yeah, I have two. Uh. Two uh, two more Hulks that I need to collect before I have all of the Hulks, or I'm caught up on all the Hulks that I need to own. Okay. So, and they're not that expensive. <laughs> okay, well, at least there's that. Yeah, like, I mean, so the Target exclusive one that used to go for, like, 50 is now in, like, the $30 range. Oh hell yeah! Still a bit of a still a bit of a stretch for me to like drop money on, but it's but still re- it's reasonable. Yeah. Uh, the other one is the casual Hulk, and that one is nineteen dollars. Like, still a little too much for me to drop money on, but also like I could. <laughs> Like it's not out of the realm of me getting like it's not (laughs) like the freaking Avengers Hulk where it's like eighty dollars. Yeah, although I almost spent that on like Mister Peabody, so I really can't say shit. (laughs) Well, Peabody was seventy, but still. Yeah, it's just I'm I'm afraid that like with these, it's it's sad that these are just good enough. 
It's yeah. a bummer. They barely justify like, I, the $30 price tag. Yeah. Like, with this one, I, I don't feel like I made my money's worth. Yeah. No, that's completely understandable. <laughs> like, the Fantastic Four one, I feel like I broke even. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, this one, it's just, eh. Like, the Peter Tingle shirt is fun. I'm wearing it right now. It's fun. But the other ones, I'm like, <laughs> like I, I, when I got the box and saw the figures, I'm just like, okay, maybe I can use these to trade. Like I was instantly like, let's get rid of them, <laughs> which sucks. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm seriously maybe even considering just posting them and being like, hey, whatever Hulk shit you guys have that I don't like, I'll trade you. <laughs> but yeah I mean seriously if you want it, any of these let me know like, what are you we talking talk to... after no you oh I was like I thought you were talking to the audience I mean if any of our listeners want it either like let me know <laughs> <laughs> anyway that's all I got and, and pops I know I went on forever about the damn box it's all good man Considering how much we don't really have that much more. I totally just butchered that. I'm sorry. We don't have that much more to talk about. So it's okay that you went on tangent. Yeah. Well, uh, moving on to Blu-rays. I mean, unless you got anything else to add in Pops. Nope, I got nothing. Yeah, so moving on to Blu-rays. We got three new releases this week. We've got Cats coming out. Favorite Which movie of 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Which I have a feeling I'm going to get the digital code for this this, this week. Maybe not. This, okay, I'm not paying $20 for it, but if I can find it for like 15 or less, yeah, yeah, I expect it very soon then. <laughs> they actually... Uh. So, <laughs> I find this so funny. But Fandango's YouTube uh, account posted... Like every single uh, musical number from Cats on April Fool's Day. I'm like, that's pretty funny that they decided to release it on that day. That's so, hilarious. <laughs> going back and like looking at them, ah, I love the music so much, and I wish that the music fit the graphics because it just does not get better. The only one that yeah. I, th- the only one that looks a little. That still looks decent, and I think maybe because it only has three cats in the number, is uh, Mongo, Jerry, and Rumple Teaser. Yeah, <laughs> I I love that song and I love that scene. So, yeah, I I liked it up until the dog scare, <laughs> <laughs> and I call it the dog scare because you hear a dog barking. And I was scared that we were going to see that dog. <laughs> Sadly, that did not make the clip on Fandango. I was hoping it Thank would, but it didn't. Goodness. <laughs> um, but yeah, so no exclusive for Cats. It's not even getting a 4K release. It's just getting a Blu-ray release. Bummer. I know. Ugh. Uh. Then next up we got Doolittle, which okay, which so was a decent movie. Really, 
a decent movie. I mean, it wasn't like, dude. All I will never buy Doolittle. Like, I will never add that to my collection. I'm going to add Cats to my collection. Well, that's dumb. You since you freaking added Fan Four Stick. Shut up. Okay. Twice. Sh- no, once I returned the other one. It still counts. You paid for it twice. Ah, oh, forget you. Uh, but anyway, how does Doolittle get a 4K release yet Cats doesn't? They were both box office bombs. I felt like because everyone's or no one's like thinking like no one's going to drop the money for freaking Cats. I would. Yeah, I honestly know you would. would. I like <laughs> you and our friends from Friday Night Movies. They would drop the money for a 4K. Dude, if they did uh, a four, if they did a four K steelbook, I would drop the money. Dead. Yeah, serious. but like you got to think about the cost of doing a steelbook versus the return that they're going to get, which is going to be very low. Yeah, <laughs> uh, fair. I mean, with Doolittle, at least the saving grace with that is, hey, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, f- fair. All right, I can't argue there. <laughs> Uh, and then the last Blu-ray that we got coming out this week is Little Women. Which, okay, out of all of these, I am shocked that they are not doing a 4K release of this movie. It's just Yeah, Blu-ray. didn't this do, like, really well? Yeah, but it's just getting a Blu-ray release. That's it. No exclusives, nothing. Like, exclusives weird. I get, but not a 4K release? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. But... I don't know if I want to buy that day one or maybe wait for it to go on sale. I don't know. Mm. Can't decide. So, so that's it for Blu-rays. Um, but also, so this past week, uh, Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker came out, and of course, I had to get the Steelbook, and it was like, and it's really weird of how Best Buy does things now, with the whole like you have to order it online, you tell them you're there. You pull into a certain spot, and then they just come out and hand it to you. It's so yeah, weird. Yeah, super weird. <laughs> but thankfully, thankfully, they picked me out a pristine steel book. And the only problem that I have with it, and I couldn't have, uh, I couldn't have been able to tell until I took off the shrink wrap and the J card, is that there's a little scratch on the back uh, in the lower left corner by Ray's foot. But. Considering that is the first Star Wars steelbook I've gotten that doesn't have a dent or a <laughs> slit on the spine, it's amazing and it makes me so happy. And and I actually watched it last night and dude, with every watch I like it more and more. Like dead serious. Eh. It watching it last night i got i gotta watch the force awakens again and the rise of skywalker again but it might beat force awakens honestly and i know i keep throwing that i keep throwing that around but i i don't know i i love the rise of skywalker uh (laughs) caleb give it a second chance you got a free copy so you can't say shit (laughs) fine (laughs) <laughs> because I got nothing else to do and we're on quarantine, I will I'll give Rise of Skywalker another shot. Thank you. You think does Brielle want to see it? Uh, I don't know. 
Oh. I'll find out here <laughs> once I I get around to freaking downloading it. Oh, you you bastard! <laughs> yeah, dude. When I didn't uh, get <laughs> when I sent you the code last night and I didn't get a response, being like, "Dude, thanks, bro." I knew you weren't happy to get it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like didn't you send it to me like super late? Yeah. That's probably why I didn't respond, but oh, okay. I I do remember like I was dozing off because we we've been going to bed really early. Oh okay. Uh, so I was like dozing off, and I remember like getting the ding for your message, opening it, seeing the rise of Skywalker, and just being like, Ugh, and then like just falling back asleep. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's too funny. Anyway. So that you, oh, really quickly, I just want to add one more thing. This is how I, do you want to know how bad I am when it comes to collecting steel books? Oh, I know how bad you are, but okay, if you this want to is tell the audience, well, no, okay, so this is going to push me overboard. So you know how I own the Last Jedi already on Steelbook, right? Right. Okay, so I only own the Blu-ray Steelbook. Best Buy has the 4K Steelbook right now for twenty dollars, and be. Because I need all the Star Wars movies on 4K, I am so tempted to buy it, even though I hate that piece of shit. Not my hell. <sighs> Priorities, oh, man. Priorities. Hell. Priorities. <laughs> Freaking dumb. <laughs> anyway, before I get even more flustered, you want to take this away from me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, that concludes all we got in Adventures in Hunting. Um, so let's move on to our main event of the evening, which is going to be our Monsters Incorporated sequel, Dreamcast. Let's do it. Time for the main event. It's main event time. Let's play game. Okay, for this main event of the evening, Rose is going to pitch us his idea for a Monsters Incorporated sequel. Uh, we were going to... Uh, I was going to say we have messages from our bros, but we don't. Because we forgot to post a question of the week this week. <laughs> well, let's face it. I don't think really anybody wants a sequel to Monsters, Inc. just because it's a perfect movie, so... I mean, I feel like you could have added something, or like you could have done something. You can, like, but honestly, I struggled coming up with a sequel for this. Like, I kind of felt like uh, maybe how Brad Bird felt with Incredibles too. Although I feel like he had more places to go with that. Dude, he had an infinite amount of places to go with that, and he chose yeah. the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was thinking today. Honestly, Monsters University, even though it's a prequel, I think that's a better sequel. Than Incredibles 2. I can watch uh, that movie yeah. over and over and over again. Incredibles 2, every single time I watch that movie, I hate it more and more. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like we could have said, like, asked, hey, what what movie from Disney or Pixar do you think warrants a sequel or whatever? Toy Story 5. No. I actually, <laughs> okay, no. Okay, hear me out. Uh, so, a little backstory here. So, before uh, Pixar, or sorry, before Pixar uh, basically not sold themselves to Disney, 
but um, worked out a deal to where they could work together. I guess um, for 10 years, uh, they were under Disney to where um, basically after they Pixar had made a movie, Disney had like all of the rights to those movies so they could do whatever they wanted with those characters and stories. So when Pixar dis- uh, was thinking that after Cars, they were going to disband from Disney and like go find another company to work for, or, like become their own. Basically, Disney was like, okay, if you do that, then we're going to start our own animation company and we're going to make sequels to Finding Nemo. We're going to make it our own Toy Story 3 and we're going to make a sequel to Monsters, Inc. And then we're going to call their animation studio Circle 7. And Circle 7? Yeah. That, yeah, that was going to be their new animation studio. And honestly, the idea for their Toy Story 3 is not horrible, but I'm grateful for the one that we actually got. And the way that they did Toy Story 4 with how uh, Disney Circle 7 would have done Toy Story 3, I think that one would have actually worked well for Toy Story 5. Hmm. Because for how Toy Story 4 wraps up Buzz... Or not... Sorry, Toy Story 4 wraps up Woody's uh, story very well. I feel Toy Story 5, if they did what they were going to do with Toy Story 3, that could have wrapped up uh, Buzz's story. Interesting. Yeah. You're going to have to walk send... me through that when, when we get a chance. Yeah. There's... So there's a video that a guy made that um, he kind of like uh, going off of Circle Seven's idea for Toy Story Three. He kind of elaborates on it and kind of expands on it, and um, that's how I think that they should, if they decide to make Toy Story Five. So, hmm. yeah. But anyway, sorry. This is about Monsters Inc. Two. So let's get to that. <laughs> um, before I just keep going off tangent. Um, so, anyway, here's my idea for the movie. Mike and Celia get married. The end. Dude. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. That's bullshit. <laughs> You're such a liar. <laughs> uh, all right. So, let's see if Caleb will critique me a lot with this. Because it's not really a coherent story. It's kind of just more so notes. If If that's okay. Well, it's what you prep, so whatever. <laughs> okay. Yes, sir. And I feel like this one's going to be difficult for me to critique because Monsters, Inc. has never been one of my favorite movies. Go to hell. Animated-wise. Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I grew up with that shit. Like, it, I grew up with it, too, but... Did you have I, a Mike like Wazowski were... stuffed animal? No. Didn't think so. <laughs> no, I'm just saying I grew up with Monsters Incorporated. I grew up watching it, but I did not care for it as much as I did other movies like Toy Story or Cars. You cared more about Cars than Monsters, Inc.? I did. All right, I'm leaving. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going to go? You're at your house. <laughs> That's true, damn quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, pitch us your your idea for all right, Monsters, fine. Inc. 2. Okay, so you know at the end of Monsters, Inc., the, uh, Sully comes up with the idea that uh, they don't have to do scaring anymore. They can just do laughter. Um, remember that? Yes. Okay, so 
Uh, basically, so since the end of Monsters, Inc., laughter has completely taken over. Screams are non-existent now. Uh, Monsters, Inc. 2 would take place 10 years later in the monster world, but 60 years in the human world. Remember that, because that's important. Okay. Okay. Because time has passed, Mike and Sully discover that times have changed, so they ha- so they set out to discover what comedy is nowadays, because whatever they're trying with kids now, it's not working. Like, not laughing, nothing. So basically, Monstropolis is kind of going to shit, because they can't keep up with the energy that they need. Okay. Uh, so they start... Uh, so they go to monster. So they go back to monsters and monsters Inc. Uh, they go into countless children's rooms, but hi, you know, like, but of course, hiding and trying to observe uh, what comedy is nowadays from like what the what TV shows they watch, or you know, like what they do with their friends in their spare times, maybe video games, stuff like that. They realize it's not what they thought it was. Um, so I'm trying to think of like what. What kind of comedy nowadays do you think would like shock? I guess like all human comedy would like kind of like shock a monster, but like nowadays, is there any like certain comedy that you think would be like okay, they'd kind of be taken back that we find that funny? <clears throat> That's a tough one because I really like listening to comedy, um, like stand up and just different stuff like that. That's a tough one because it's you want this sh- this movie to be family friendly, yeah. So it's hard because I think something that would kind of take monsters back would be them getting into more crass humor, but you can't really do that with with a kids movie. That's a good point. Like I'm trying to think. Like what's what would shock them about being funny? I mean, because every like you saw different styles of laughter, um, or different things. Like some people were doing skits. Uh, Mike was doing pain and hurting himself. Yeah, I feel that would still work to some degree. Yeah, because I don't think that will ever not be funny. Right. Huh. That's a toughie. I don't know. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's what like, I struggle with. The <laughs> the issue with like just the issue that you you've created is that with the ending of the first movie, they had very di- like multiple different types of styles of comedy. True. So but I don't know. I feel like sometimes, you know, yeah, there are certain com- uh, types of comedy that will stand the test of time, but then there's ones that just don't age well. So I feel that, like, some comedy is still going to work in the monsters world, um, but it's not going to be enough to keep up with the energy amounts that they need to keep Monstropoli- Monstropolis running. What if instead of that, like, because like I feel like the story is not the story the with how difficult it would be to find like new comedy. Okay. Because you got to think if we're doing if we're finding new comedy, 
we have to find something that people think is not funny that they used to and then find something that they do find is funny. That's kind of a chore. Yeah, true. What I think would could work is maybe they're finding that laughter is good for small bursts of energy. Okay. Like maybe it's like, oh, they've collected all this different energy, but it's not as sustainable. So maybe it's just like overpowering everything, or maybe there's just a huge, like I'm trying to think of like, they somehow need a combination of scaring and laughter. Uh, ooh, shit, that's hard to come. That's a hard mix to do. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's, it's what's shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I I don't know like how that would work though. Balls. Uh, this is okay. So I'm like killing. This, I'm killing this I, sequel already, aren't I? <laughs> a little bit. Shit. <laughs> uh. Okay. So just keep going then. Yeah. Just keep while going. you contemplate this. Yeah. Like I don't. So it's not like necessarily like this. So we just know it's a style of comedy or something. That's not super funny. Yeah. But, like, keep going. Just go. <laughs> okay. Okay, so, after the events of Monsters, Inc., Boo's door had to be hidden after Sully said one final goodbye to her. So, at the end, you know, Mike's able to rebuild it and everything. Um, but when I'm thinking, instead of destroying it again, Mike and Sully just hide it somewhere. Okay. Where they hide it, though, is kind of up in the air. Where do you think they should hide it? Should it just be hidden at their apartment, or what do you think? I'd say, yeah. Just just at their apartment? Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, keep going through your story a little okay. bit. I want to see if my idea would work. I'm not sure it would. <laughs> okay. All right. So... With the whole, like, laughter search kind of thing, that's kind of like the first half of the movie, and then this is the second half. Where they're trying to uh, find the door. Yeah, well, or so... Or where they're... Okay. Yeah. So, so Mike and Sully decide... So, after they get the door, Mike and Sully decide to sneak back into... Mon- uh, they sneak Boo's door back into Monsters, Inc., and they decide to see her one last time, because they feel like this is probably... this. Um, uh, with like what's I, I don't know like with like the whole like laughter shortage and everything I feel like this would probably be like the last time that they would be able to see her and so they want to go see her one last time and then they kind of want because they kind of like trust her opinion even though she was only a little kid when they uh, first met her they want to talk to her and uh, get her talk to her about comedy these days because if it's ten years um, in the mon- ten years later in the monster world, they have a feeling that Boo would be old enough to be able to, you know, like actually talk and communicate with them. They just don't know how long human years work 
outside of the monster world. Okay. So when they enter Boo's room, they discover an elderly woman sleeping in her bed. They are taken back, but looking around her room, they discover little Mikey, who Mike had told Sully to give to her the last time that Sully saw her. So this isn't, I mean, this did definitely did not happen in Monsters, Inc., but I think that'd be kind of like a sweet moment, and that's how they kind of remember that, oh shit, this really is actually Boo, because no one else is going to have a little Mikey plushed animal. Um. Okay. Sorry, like I I know this is like all over the place, but like the I don't know, like the ending is like the one thing that like I kind of felt like strongly about. So um, uh, so after realizing it's Boo, they start the um, they kind of start to they kind of start to like, not like I don't know if like I want them to cry, but I just kind of want them to be in awe, like um, like uh. Like, they never thought that they'd see uh, Boo, like, this old. Like, they didn't know that that's how human years worked. Um, so, uh, after they've been in the room for a while, Boo opens her eyes, smiles, and says, Kitty, Michael Kow... Doesn't in the movie, in the first one, doesn't she say Michael Kowski? Isn't that, like, one of the uh, names that she uh, names Mike when she can't remember his name? Yeah. Okay. So she says, uh, "Boo!" Or no, I'm sorry. She says, "Kitty, Michael Kowski," and they smile back at her. All three of them talk about Boo's life. She tells them, uh, you know, like how. Um, I mean, I mean, I'm considering she's going to be like, uh, she'll be in like her 60s, so you know, to have her talk about her family, her kids, what her career was. Um, just, you know, everything and, you know, like how, uh, what she remembers going through with Mike and Sully, how that like maybe like changed her life at all. Or, you know, like how, like sometimes those memories would just come back to her. Um, and she tells them, this is a tearjerker here. She tells them that she has been fighting diabetes ever since she was 30 and she knows that her time is near. Oh my hell. Well, I couldn't. I didn't want to do. Uh, this is a children's movie, Rose. <laughs> well, I could. I was trying to think of a disease that you know, like you could, or like something that's gonna could sadly kill you in your sixties. And I'm not gonna put cancer into a kids movie. Do Do you have any I other? I feel ideas? like there's a way that you could tastefully do that. Really? I yeah. I think you could. Okay, so then let's replace it with. Uh, Okay, so then no diabetes and let's put cancer. But the question is, okay, there's okay, but okay, so let's not. But then that kind of raises the question: How long has she been fighting cancer? Doesn't matter. Good point. <laughs> Moving on. Uh so. After she says all this, uh, they kind of just start reminiscing about old times together and just how much they will miss each other. Uh, they say their final goodbye, and Mike and Sully head back to Monsters, Inc. Before they leave, Boo says, goodbye, Kitty. Sully, trying to hold in his tears, smiles back to her as he closes the door behind him. So I don't know if I want it to end like that on such a depressing note. 
because that's just too depressing. So I don't know if like uh like after they get back to Monsters Inc. that you know, when they talked to Boo, uh, she gave them like really good ideas for to improve like their comedy routines for being able to get more um, laughter power to where they can fix Monstropolis and, you know, like get back everything back to normal. Um, and then maybe like at the ending, uh, even though she's like barely in it, uh, Mike pops the question to Celia and they get married and it's kind of a happy ending. I struggled writing a sequel for this, like dead serious, because the first movie okay. I like, I feel you can tell because honestly, I feel the first movie is so perfect, and it's hard to take it in a sequel, to take it to a sequel. Right. But thoughts. I have a bit of an idea. Okay, let's hear it. So you got to think does laughter do it's kind of overpowering mm-hmm. right yes it it is a much stronger source of power for the monsters than screaming was and it fills up like laughter can it could fill up the tanks quicker mm-hmm. and with when it's like exposed to like just out there it causes like some crazy power surges what if the issue that they're struggling with like that you you keep the idea that they have boo's door hidden somewhere okay but maybe there's something to cause an overload like maybe they're just putting too much like they're maybe they're just being too proficient like they have too much stuff and they have to store it like they're like okay these containers can't contain or can't hold all of the energy so they need bigger containers and so they put the bigger containers into even bigger containers until there's like a max level container full of this laughter energy and okay maybe there's so maybe instead of them filling up these tanks the all of the doors connect to this main supply this big ass freaking canister and it's like not full yet but they're able to use the energy proficiently enough where it's building more like they're making more energy than they're using so it's like slowly filling up but once like it, maybe it gets to this point where it does fill up and then the container like the main container starts to malfunction may and maybe breaks all the doors or starts to like it's like shit starts to happen to the doors where maybe the doors don't work anymore. Okay. So maybe it's like one of the doors comes, like locks into place, and then you could have a funny moment of this dude getting ready for like some crazy funny joke, and then he's like starts to like run through the door, but then it doesn't like the portal or however the doors work, whatever you want to call the doors, 
the door doesn't open. And he, like, goes through and he just, like, pounds out the other side and is just, like, kind of looking around and, like, what the hell? (laughs) Okay, that would be very funny. Yeah, so maybe it's just, like, overloading the doors and causing them, the doors to malfunction and break. So maybe they can't make that kind of energy. And then maybe they... Or maybe, like, I'm trying to think, like, make them, like, how power works. Like, you can make them, make some of the doors work, make some of them not, and all this other stuff. So, or maybe, like, you have these situations where someone walks through a door, and then they do their laughter, and then you see them walking towards the door trying to get out, and then it, like, shuts off. And then, like, those monsters are stuck, and it's, like, maybe a merging of the two worlds. Okay, that would be really cool. Or something like that. But And then, like, having them needing to recruit Boo to help for some reason. Like, I don't even know. Maybe she's just... Oh, I know. Maybe she's, like, an electrical mastermind. There we go. I like it. So she like knows all of this stuff about electricity and how power works, but then she gets they're like, "Oh, because they've been keeping up with Boo and how she is and what she's doing." See, okay, but maybe I like on that the DL. actually a lot. That yeah, I okay, that would definitely be a huge change I would make to my story. I really like that Mike and Sully secretly have stayed in contact with Boo. And have made sure that she's safe in the human world. I really like that. Yeah. And then maybe it's like something that she's like. I mean you could keep the whole 60 year difference thing. Okay. Um, Because 60 isn't old. I mean it's older. But it's not like old. True. It's like maybe you can keep the 60 year difference. Okay. And have her kind of, like, at the peak of her career. Not the peak. Like, near the twilight of her career. And then they come and drag her into this situation. Maybe it's, like, they're keeping her on the... Keeping it on the down low. And, like, their relationship with her. They go and check on her while she's sleeping or doing other stuff and whatnot. Yeah. And... Then they come in and do this whole thing with with her, and she like she's at the age like she's still suffering from whatever affliction you want to give her. And do we want it to be cancer though? <sighs> in your I, in your storyline, I don't know if cancer would really work. Diabetes might work a little better. Yeah, but then you have to explain to kids what diabetes is. The fair. Which, I mean, it's not a difficult thing to do. It's just how much exposition do you need? That's a good point. How about the short before Monsters, Inc. 2 is a short that explains diabetes in a fun, (laughs) creative way? There we Uh, go. Yeah, but then it's just something where she needs to help them figure out 
how all this stuff works. Um, or maybe like find a way to get rid of the excess energy. Okay. Just, and they need to do this. And then like the side story is like, they're getting some sort, like they have some sort of inspection going on where everything needs to be perfect. And they need to make sure that there's no fraternization with the, with the human world and whatnot. And so like with that, you could dress old Boo up again in oh her classic purple it, monster. Yeah, in her yeah, in her classic purple monster outfit, just like the <laughs> old lady version of it. <laughs> and then they're trying to fix and come up with a solution for this excess energy, while they're avoiding getting caught by these people doing the inspections and all this other crazy shit. And then you could still have the moment that when they're done, they take her back to her room, sit, and then they have like the sit down. And you could still have like, because uh, I feel like having a sit down with a shit ton of exposition, yeah, would be a lot. <laughs> Fair, and especially for a kids' movie. Yeah, like I think something that you could do even is do like a an up situation where the first seven or eight minutes is just following boo and her story and showing that Sully and Mike are in the background. Dude, that'd be so awesome. Yeah. And then you show like the aging and everything and how monsters age versus how humans age. Like you can kind of have that situation a little bit. And maybe it's like, she doesn't like because I don't think that they would outright have an open relationship with her. Yeah, like I think they would still try to keep their distance. But then I think around that age, like sixty, and you know that like something's coming over you, that you kind of start to accept things a little easier in life. That that's a very good point. So maybe she just accepts that she wasn't crazy after all as a kid and <laughs> and all this other stuff. And then you can still have like that sweet moment where they take her back to the room. She kind of has that sit down with them and t- explains like, basically like I'm going away. And then here comes the flow of tears. Yeah. I don't know. And I, just, I feel like you could do something like really emotional with that. I, I agree. You really could. Like, I'm trying to think of something that they could do. Where maybe it's like Sully and like Mike is kind of like. Because you kind of see how it was like Sully it, in the first one. It, Sully kind of had a hard time kind of giving Boo back. Yes. And Mike, he was just kind of like, see you later, kid, and then kind of had, like walked off. Yeah. You could kind of have a moment like that again. Okay. Where it's just like he's just gives her, like, wishes her best of luck and everything goes out. And then maybe she and Sully have their little moment. He comes out 
and then you could show like a whole thing of like grief at the end where maybe he comes out of the room or maybe yeah he leaves the room like shuts the door and then is just maybe just like hit with such emotion when he finally sh- when he knows that he's shutting the door for the last time that he like punches through the door and it just shatters into the splinters Dude, you're breaking my heart. And then he keeps like the one piece where it's like that little flower on her door. Oh, yeah, okay, right. I love that that comes right? back in. I love that that comes back in. <laughs> you could dude, jack some is, people up emotionally. With you that. really could. <laughs> See, dude, this is why we make such a good team because you improve my stories. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah i mean that would be i'd watch that (laughs) i would i think that's a a combined yeah that's a good idea for a monsters inc 2 would you call it monsters inc 2 i mean that's what i'm calling it (sighs) that's what i i don't know i feel like you could come up what you like you could do something different with that yeah like, I was honestly like, trying to think, um, so you know how, like, Guardians did, like, Volume 2 and all that stuff? I was trying to think of, like, a, uh, like, kind of like a monster kind of term that you could um, include with the number two. Like, Monsters, Inc., uh, not Chapter 2, but, you know, like, something like that along those lines. Like, what's bigger than, like, an incorporation? Like, an industry? I think so. Like I'm, I'm tr- like, what's the step above, in, like an incorporated business? I, I think it's industry. if there is any. Right. Yeah, I don't know if global domination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the only thing that I could think of would be like, inst- so it'd be like months, like in chronological order, it'd be Monsters University, Monsters Incorporated, and then. I don't know, like monsters, monster industries. Okay, that works. I like that. Okay, like, monsters industries. No, I like, like it. Shit, I like no, it. Monster industries. Oh, monster industries. Monsters okay. industries is a lot of s- noises. A lot of s's. A lot of s's. <laughs> I can't think of anything else. Yeah, I mean, I you can do Monsters Incorporated. Like, you can do Monsters, Inc. too. That's all I got. <laughs> Just Monsters, Inc. too. Like, does Monster Industries sound good at all? I think Like, didn't they, does. like, rename? Didn't they rename the factory after they were done? No, it's... Uh-uh, I think it's still... It's still Monsters, Monsters Incorporated? Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure, at least. Hmm. I'm gonna have to go and rewatch that movie now. Yeah, I mean, you, Monster <laughs> Industries, I think, would be a good one. Caleb, I just poked my cat in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such an asshole. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so sorry, Alexander. Nice going. Uh, now you're going to have a one-eyed cat. <laughs> no. He, okay, it looks like he's fine. I'm so, I was trying to give him attention, and he jumped at me. 
Well, it sounds uh. like it's his own damn fault. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, all right, getting back to Monster Industries. See, it works. I like it. Like, would that make sense to you? Like, does that make sense to you? I think it does. Does it make sense to you? Yeah, it makes sense to me. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, Monster so, Industries. Monster Industries. I dig it. I do too. Well, cool. Uh, anything else you wanted to add? Uh, I don't know. All I can say is Mike and Celia better get married in this sequel. That's the biggest thing <laughs> I want. That could be like one of the final things that Boo takes a part of. There you okay? There we go. And I mean, unless they were already married, since we're saying that there a bunch of time has passed. That's true. They could. We at least gotta get a little clip of their honeymoon if they already are. I at least expect that. Yeah. Oh, come on. I don't I feel know how with, we would fit that in. <laughs> I don't know. I, but I just feel like you could do a lot of funny stuff with Mike if they go on a honeymoon. I feel like you could do a lot of funny stuff after the fact. Maybe like with kids and or something like that. Oh, gosh. I don't want to see Mike as a father. Yeah. I mean, that's what the opening could be. It could be a combination of, hey, what have they been up to? What have, What has she been up to? And like okay. what like and then it's like a combination of hey they've been doing this but they've also been watching Boo so maybe it could be from their perspective what they've okay, been well. doing they've been growing they've been growing Monsters Incorporated they turn it into Monster Industries they've been secretly keeping an eye out on Boo they've been building this big old factory with a a mega canister that carries all the energy. And everything goes straight to this mega canister instead of these little tanks that everyone has to deal with and blah, 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 blah. I like it. Bam. Monster cool. Industries. And all Burroughs Monster production. Industries. <laughs> <laughs> Monster Industries brought to you by Pixar and the All Bros. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> That'd be a dope sequel. Right? All right, well, if you don't have anything else to add, I do believe that this concludes this episode. Yeah, it's a short one. <laughs> yeah, it's a shorter one. But that's okay. Well, kind of. Well, if you liked what you just heard, uh, you can find us on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, RadioPublicRadio.com, Spotify, and more. And if we're not on a certain place that you listen to us, um, I mean, let us know. And we'll let you know whether you need to go somewhere else or not. <laughs> that, sounds, uh, also... that sounds a little mean. Or does it? Eh. <laughs> Take it as you will. Let's go with that. Yeah, take it as you will. <laughs> uh, you can also catch all of our episodes on YouTube as well as some bonus videos that we make. Uh, I mean, until, we have... until the quarantine is over, we really can't do any bonus episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
So once this is all over, then you can expect more to come. Yeah. Yeah, once the quarantine's over, we'll we'll start hitting the gas on, on those videos so you guys can go check those out. Yes. Um, you can follow us on social media. Uh, we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the All Bros. Uh, if you want to DM us with episode ideas uh, for a movie to break down, if you have a showdown idea, if you have a movie that you want to pitch, or you have a movie idea that you want us to pitch, whatever the hell you want us to do. Uh, DM us on our social media. Uh, you can also answer our question of the week. Question of the week when we actually get around to posting them. <laughs> <laughs> or if you would just like to join us on on a random episode, just say, "Hey, what movie are you doing next? I want to be part of it." We'll freaking have you on. We'd love to have you guys on. Yes, we would. Love having guests. Yeah, you can also email us. Um, at the Albros channel gmail.com. Check out our website, which is tinyurl.com forward slash the Albros. Or you can go get some merch at tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash the Albros channel. And speaking of which, if you are the person that bought the Monsters, the Monster House hoodie, uh, hit us up. <laughs> Give us a shout out on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, t- or like tell. Yeah, do that. Yeah. <laughs> like once you once you get the hoodie, like <laughs> post a picture of it. We'd yeah. love to see that. Dude, I was hoping you were gonna bring that up, but I didn't want to mention it in case. <laughs> <laughs> but hell yeah, I'm glad you did. <laughs> oh shit. But yeah, we would love to hear from you guys and especially from whoever bought that hoodie. <laughs> yes. We have to know. <laughs> yeah. Not that we're creepers or anything, but this is just a big deal to us. <laughs> it's the first it's the first time anyone's bought our shit that's that not we us don't know yeah i mean i'm pretty sure it, i you said it wasn't you it wasn't me and it was, which and it was my already sister. is a freaking huge deal yeah. it wasn't your sister no it wasn't uh-uh Ooh, shit <laughs> yeah we'll see who it was hopefully please hit us up yeah please that'd be freaking great it would <laughs> you will get a special shout out when uh, if you, I if you do like call us call us out, show us uh, the hoodie, show you in it on Instagram, whatever. We will give you a huge shout out in the next episode. We need to come up with something better than that. Uh, I don't know. That's all I got. How how about if you would like, you get to decide one episode for us to do. Yes, I love that. Like, we will do any movie, we will do any showdown, and we will pitch any movie. Yes. I love this. Yep. Let's do it. That's what we'll we'll dedicate an entire episode to you if you do that. (laughs) You're that special for buying our merch. I mean, mean, you're all special. Hopefully we're not coming off as desperate. (laughs) I mean, you're all special to us, but yeah. I'm just going to shut up now. all right well next week we are probably going to be on quarantine again um so what did we decide we were going to do weren't you going to pitch sonic the hedgehog 2 i 
was. I'm going to see if I can get someone to join us on that one, so it may change. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah, I got a couple people up, or a few ideas up in the air for a guest, so let me see if any of them are going to pan out. Uh, if Sound. not, we're, we'll... If, if all else fails, we'll do the, the Sonic, or I'll pitch the Sonic sequel. Sounds good. All right. Well, with that, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we'll catch you guys next week. Deuces. So long. That was hot. Nice. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs>